Star Wars Action News is brought to you in part by Brian's Toys. At Brian'sToys.com, you can find Star Wars toys and collectibles from 1977 to the present. Brian's Toys has it all, from vintage toys and action figures right up to the latest releases. And when checking out, be sure to say you were referred to Brian's Toys by Star Wars Action News. So go check out the world's largest selection of Star Wars toys at Brian'sToys.com. Listening to Star Wars Action News, your source for Star Wars collecting news, reviews, and updates, helping Star Wars collectors collect better. Be sure to check out our website at SWActionNews.com, where you can see photos of the items discussed, chat with other Star Wars Action News listeners, and much more, including information on how you can be part of the show. We're back. Good to have a great April Fool's Day joke on you guys, because you just thought you got an early show when we're maybe going to get some funny stuff. I had an email from one person who said he almost drove off the road when he heard it. A lot of people downloaded on the first and listened on the second, and he was on his way to work. And then other people thought that they'd gotten the wrong show, that they downloaded a different podcast so well a big thanks to our friends dan and james is a lot of fun hope to have you guys back again soon but speaking of april fool's day yeah it was a big april fool's day well it's not even really april fool's day anymore it's turned into fake product day yeah i remember we over at now playing did some fake movie reviews and posted a fake movie review schedule and Somebody actually, after I posted a glowing review of Jack and Jill, (laughs) asked why they even bother going online on April 1st anymore. Like, April 1st isn't April Fool's Day, it's Avoid the Internet Day. It's an internet holiday. It's the first internet holiday. It's the only one that matters. And, you know, fake products, we do get them. I don't think people are going to be demanding that Think Geek make the... Singing Admiral Akbar fish, though. I would buy it. I know you would buy it, but I don't think that you need to hound the little monkeys and <laughs> t- little Timmy the monkey at Think Geek and tell him, make this fish, because that fish is the most annoying thing in the whole world, the Billy Bass fish. We bought one for an elderly relative. Who loved it as much as Darth Vader loved the singing Admiral Akbar in the video that Think Geek posted. Yeah. I think that one was great. Uh, the Thai swatter... Not so much. It could have been more clever. It's just a, I don't it's know. It's a slow burn. It is. And honestly, with the stuff that they've got at Williams Sonoma, I kind of expected something like that anyway. Like, you're like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That one may not be far off. The one that I know you really wish they would make. I know. I thought that was true when I was mad. Mimobot sent an email about their new product. Me's a Mimobot here. Yeah, the Jar Jar Mimobot. It's great because he's got this big goofy smile and his eyes are real big. It's really cute, actually. It is. So there were some good ones pulled over and it was kind of fun. If you guys went to a number of the other great collector sites that we're friends with, you saw Dan Curto Presents and then the name of the site. So, you know, the fan sites kind of banded together this year and had some fun on you guys. Yeah. Fooled you. I remember seeing posts on his wall like, did you join the staff of Yak Face? Did you join the staff of Sand Troopers? It was 
kind of amusing all around. So, And thanks, guys. It was fun. We had a great time chatting with you and setting this all up. And yeah, we, we took it one step further than the logo. We had them do the show. Yeah. <laughs> but let's get into some more current news since April 1st is over a week away now. In a store report. Our friends over at Yak Face has some really great photos of the latest wave of movie heroes, which is wave two. With all the light up features. And we don't have any of it in our area whatsoever. It's depressing to shop in our area right now. I've gone to Walmarts, Targets, and Toys R Us's and... Oh my. Yeah, pretty much. It is just kind of empty. Just totally empty as can be. But I saw over the weekend, Jason over at Yak Face did get the light up figures of Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. He did post that the batteries in it are non-removable and non-replaceable. Oh. So once you've burned out your bulb, you've burned out your bulb. So I know that's going to be a frustration for a lot of mint-on-card collectors who fear battery leakage. It's not something to fear. It's going to happen. So the fear is very real. And you don't want to mess with battery acid. It's going to corrode things. These are going to need to be stored separately. It's... I have a lot of anxiety now. Good to keep in a star case, so at least it won't drip on anything else. No, but it's going to eat the star case. Nah, maybe. I don't know. I don't, over time. We're not going to do that kind of long experiment. But something to keep an eye out for. Also, Wave 2 of the Titanium 3-packs are hitting targets. Again, I haven't had a chance to find those myself, but there are nine more Titaniums, three more 3-packs showing up at Target stores. If you have a Marshalls or TJ Maxx in your area, the canceled 2-packs are showing up there, which means they're going to have a price tag on them and be a little cheaper than they would have been had they been in a real store. I hit our TJ Maxx and came up empty, but Darth Scott in the forums was able to help me out, hit his marshals, found both packs for me at $9.99. Thank you very much, Scott, for the help. The two packs, we've got Obi-Wan and a clone trooper, and the clone trooper is yellow, and it comes with the Legacy of Terror DVD. Then we've got the set that really I like quite a bit. It's Ahsoka and Clone Trooper Scythe, and they have the little brain worms. Ooh, brain worms. Those are always fun. And they come with the Brain Invaders DVD. Ooh. You know, I think for these types of figures, $10 is perfectly the right price point. It's sad that Walmart has to refuse an exclusive and then it has to go out to close out stores to be priced where it should be. Mm-hmm. And then they're kind of hard to find, but... I feel good having a set of these. Thanks again. And I'm still hitting our TJ Maxx to see if I can find a set to open. I've got those to keep mint on card. You can never have enough brain worms. Never. Absolutely not. And another item we've been talking about hitting stores lately that have not found in my local Toys R Us, which is our best location for Pez dispensers, is the new Darth Maul Pez. But a listener named Mike helped me out found one and sent it over. And I've got to say, it's pretty good. I like Pez. I have a good collection of them, mostly from back in the episode three days. And he's got a good face to him. I think the red's a little ruddy. It is a little bit of a brownish red, but you know what? It's a Darth Maul Pez dispenser. You can't pick it apart. They obviously didn't make it from 
models from Lucasfilm archives or anything. No, but look at the detail they put into the eyes. I yeah. love the eyes on it. They've been really getting good Darth Maul eyes on all these different products lately. And the intricacy of the paint in the face, it almost perfectly matches the art on mm-hmm. the car. It does it it's a good one. I mean it is a little red, maybe it's or a little brownish red. Maybe it's just the lot we got, but you know what? You can't really criticize it. Just have some fun. I also think his hood there, you know, he's got the hood up. Yeah. It's a little square. (laughs) It's a little blocky. Okay, okay. again, I don't really think that you're going to have fantastic detail. You can't really nitpick this too much unless they get it totally wrong and make him blue. These aren't going to be highly authentic. Okay, but if I'm reviewing an item, I'm going to give it its praises and its flaws. Its praises, really good black detail, good size, comes with tasty candies. Well, the Pezzes are pretty much the same size unless you get a giant Pez, right? Very true. Now, while at TJ Maxx looking for these two two-packs, I didn't find that, but they had a lot of Star Wars toys. Again, on clearance there, they've gotten the mini Transformers as well as the bigger Transformers. But what I couldn't resist buying two of, one for me and one for our niece, <laughs> is... You love to buy her Star Wars toys. Well, she loves Star Wars. She loves Clone Wars. Yeah. And they had the Ultimate FX Anakin lightsaber double pack. It's the FX lightsaber and the Captain Rex blaster that shoots out the foam darts. And it was nineteen ninety nine, So about half the price of just the Ultimate FX lightsaber alone, you get the lightsaber and the gun. So if you have, again, a TJ Maxx or a Marshalls in your area, there are some pretty good closeout deals on some of these items. But the big item that showed up in stores this week, <laughs> only four months late, yeah, is Star Wars Connect. And it came with a special Droids Xbox bundle. I had that Droid Xbox bundle on pre-order from Amazon last year. When they pushed out the date, I canceled my order because initially they said they were pushing it out almost a full year. Mm-hmm. And so it was going to be out for Christmas this year. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to hold off and see what happens. It did come out. I was really close to buying it because I think the R2 and the 3PO looks good. There was a deal going on on Amazon where you could save $50. We're Amazon Prime members, so there wouldn't have been shipping or sales tax. Always an advantage. But I got to say what held me off, first of all, it wasn't selling out. It wasn't an exclusive to anywhere, so I knew I'd have no trouble really finding it. But when the reviews for the Star Wars Connect (laughs) game started to come in, it made me think that... This is one that I may want to play the long game on and see if it goes down in price. Because I remember the Podrace bundle for the N64 really took some deep dives in price later. The Xbox with the Kinect has been out for quite some time. This will be big to Star Wars collectors, but for casual video game collectors, maybe not so much. And there keep being rumors of new consoles hitting, so it may only have a year or 18 months in its lifespan, and then things will really be marked down. So I'm just going to kind of watch with this. The game, the reviews that were coming in were pretty bad. And I went to Facebook and to Twitter and said, you know, what do you guys think of it? And a lot of people just were harsh on it, saying, I bought it for the system, played the game once, I'll never play it again, tried it out, not fun, hard to control, ludicrous, ridiculous. These are some of the adjectives that were used. Okay, I watched the video, and my first reaction was, 
a little part of me died. <laughs> and maybe it's just that Star Wars is sacred to me, and it's because it's such a big part of my life, and it's part of my childhood, and. You know, I have a great time with my husband with Star Wars. I had a great time with my mom with Star Wars. And I kind of felt like Star Wars was trying just to remain relevant. But then I kind of got into it as I noticed that the dance moves were named after, like, Star Wars things. And not that I think this is a great game and it's not dorky or anything. I'd probably play it. I play Dance Central now because it's a lot of fun. And, you know, it's it's not a bad workout. It's not a super-duper, like, PX90 workout. But, (laughs) you know, kind of... It's fun, gets your heart rate going, and it's fun to play with friends. This might not be so bad, and I could probably have a great time playing this with my niece when she comes over. I mean, the moves, you know, are, like, do the speeder, there's the scratch, falcon flight, that kind of stuff. And it's not so bad, but it's not so great. So I'm kind of middle of the road, and yeah, when we got it, I'd probably play it. But it depends on how many songs and how much creativity there is in there, too. That's the thing that's going to be the kicker. And a lot of people said that you just need to get past being a hardcore gamer, taking things too seriously. This isn't aimed at the same set of people who would go play the Old Republic. And I'm not a hardcore gamer. Hardcore gaming, for me, is playing Super Mario Bros. 3 for an afternoon. I am not a hardcore gamer. But I am a hardcore Star Wars fan. And this... I can see the both sides of this, and until I get and play it and see the rest of the games, you know, and how it goes, and if there's more to, like, the Han Solo dancing, that kind of stuff, more songs, I might be okay with it, but... Here's the thing. The Han Solo song is really catchy. I've, had, I've been tapping my foot to it the whole time. Solo. I mean, it's a catchy little tune that sounds like any other innocuous song I'd hear on Top 40 radio these days. But what makes games like Dance Central and Guitar Hero really fun is that it's songs that you love. Here, this song's catchy, but if all the songs don't live up to it in terms of catchiness, if they don't really grow on you, then... This is something I would play a couple times and put away versus something that I'd go to again and again. My fear with this is that it's just not a worthy $50, $60 purchase. That if I'm only going to play it a few times just to try out, it's a $25, $30 purchase, which it will be this Christmas. And maybe even pick it up used at the local trade-in store because that's not so bad either. Yeah, you get the same game. So I'm just, I'm holding off, but I don't necessarily think that it's bad. I think that the reviewers on there who just are like, you got to put aside your expectations, take it for what it is. It really is aimed at the kid set, but that doesn't mean 
grown-ups with the heart of kids, kids at heart, couldn't like us who just buy yeah. toys all the time, couldn't have fun with it. I think, you know, I was just with, I know Dance Central, I know how the moves go, so I was having a little fun with the YouTube video of the Han Solo dance, trying the moves and seeing how it would be like in gameplay, and I think it would be kind of fun. I just... You're right, it depends on if the songs are catchy. If there's enough songs, because there's nothing more annoying in Dance Central than playing the same song over and over. Mm-hmm. And that the fact that the songs are just a small portion of the game. Yeah. And that there's all these other portions. And the dance thing, everybody has fun dancing. I don't know how much fun the Rancor Stomp is going to be. I've heard some bad things about the pod racing controls. I suck at driving and flying games, so I would not be a good judge of that anyway. But I just want to check... I'll say this, if the songs are like the Han Solo song, if if they put out a CD, a soundtrack, I would be all over that. That's because you're a sucker. Well, come on, I'd listen to that in the car. I'd be have my ragtop down, driving down, listening to the Han Solo, I'm Han Solo. It'd be fun. But let us know your thoughts on the Star Wars Connect. We could play them on our next show at 415-508-JEDI or send an iPhone voice memo or MP3 to show at SWActionNews.com. Moving to online news, Yakface is reporting that while most people have been complaining they haven't even been able to find Vintage Wave 2, the deleted scenes wave, and outside of those spotty Walmart reports, I have gotten one Facebook notification, and just one, (laughs) that somebody found it at Toys R Us. But by and large, Wave 2 has gone unseen, but Wave 3 is starting to come in. They're not in the States yet, but they have appeared overseas and on some eBay auctions from international sellers. And over in their forums, Yakface got some great carded pictures of this wave. And honestly, this wave has the best card backs of any wave since I think the first one. I mean, you've got a Star Wars carded Darth Vader. And yeah, it's another Darth Vader, but it's on the original Star Wars card this time. We've got the Death Squad Commander, also renamed Imperial Star Destroyer Commander, is now coming out as Imperial Navy Commander. I don't know why they didn't go with the vintage names. I understand Death Squad Commander has kind of a negative connotation, mm-hmm. and they even changed that back in the vintage days. But Star yeah. Destroyer Commander would have been fine. Yeah. Maybe the stars were aligned and did not like the Star Destroyer, and their interest group got mad. (laughs) I love Luke on the Tauntaun. Takes me right back to the vintage days. Darth Malgus. I got some emails from people. He is selling for crazy amounts of money alone on eBay right now. Really? And people are loving Darth Malgus. I mean, obviously they don't make a life-size statue of a character everybody hates. True. I still don't get that, but you know. And then our first Clone Wars figure, Clone Wars modeled realistic style Anakin Skywalker. Here's what's funny, though, is I love the card form. They used some of that stock photography they took of Hayden Christensen. I recognize the pose Mm -hmm. very much. But they then photoshopped it to give it a little bit more of an animated style. I'm surprised they didn't just go with some Clone Wars art. Yeah, I was really surprised to see Hayden Christensen's picture on that card, and it's a little disturbing to me, to be honest. I'm thinking if you're going to put Star the Clone Wars at the top of it, then you should just go all out and have the Clone Wars character there and the realistic 
But maybe they thought it would be confusing with uh, Clone Wars figures sitting right there and this costing a dollar more. But I'm really excited for this wave. I'm thinking last year, Vintage, not only didn't it ship very well, but the figures were good, but I don't think the figures were great. And I think the first year, that first wave of figures just overshipped to such a degree and the rest, again, I'm always excited for them, but none of the figures really struck me the way these figures are striking me. So keep an eye out. Hopefully these hit stores better than Wave 2 has when they do get overseas. I know that I'm going to be getting mine from Brian's Toys, and even if you're not a member of the One of Every Figure Club, he usually puts these waves up for pre-order, and if he does, we'll tell you about it on our Facebook page, on our Twitter, and here on this podcast so that you can guarantee yourself a set of these figures, because I know I need at least two of all of these, one to open and one to keep on card, and I love the cards on me. I'm just really excited by it. Even the Clone Wars and the Expanded Universe one, I just think the art is so striking. It stands right there with the others that are just right out of the 70s and 80s. One of my favorite t-shirt stores online has a new Star Wars shirt. It's a Jedi Training Academy shirt from welovefine.com. And I love their shirts, and I'll tell you why they're great, because I have a little bit of a t-shirt problem, first of all. So I have bought a number of shirts from a number of different online retailers and convention retailers. We love fine. Their shirts don't shrink when you wash them. They're pretty good. <laughs> a lot of shirts will shrink in length, and not necessarily in width, but in length. So when you start out with, like, the right length shirt, it ends up being a halter top. After a few washes, theirs are great, and they're nice and soft. I I like their shirts a lot. But the Jedi Training Academy shirt, it's pretty cool. And while you're there, you might as well buy some other shirts, too. There's some funny ones. I like the Jedi Training one because it's subtle. They also have one, Mini Bothans Died to Bring You These Tacos. Well, there's some other great 80s pop art, too, like with Twilix and Boba Fett. And Isla Sakura, they've just got a great selection of unusual shirts, and I really like them. But going to online shopping, I want to start off with something I discovered because of a Facebook ad. And I got to say... You clicked on a Facebook ad? I did. Shame on you. The Facebook ads, they're very devious, you know, because they mine your text, they mine your likes, they look at everything to find out what it is that would appeal to you and i saw something for figure displays for star wars figures and i'm i've talked a lot of times about different ones we came really close to buying one from protech but the guy was literally a jerk to us at san diego comic-con and he wouldn't ship and other places have been out of stock i love geek box displays i definitely want to get some of those when we get the new basement all set up But those are more good for dioramas for me. They do have good ones for just displays that are out of the box. But for vintage figures, I can't think of anything better than what I found at AFC, which stands for Action Figure Cabinets. Go to figuredisplay.com. I love their cabinets. Now, they're a little pricey. They're a lot pricey. I kind of had sticker shock. But the Death Star one you have to have. You think the Death Star one? Yes, You have to have it. I'm telling you, the Death Star one's very cool. Do not get me wrong, because it has printing down the side, like the Death Star, then across the top, all four vintage logos. Mm -hmm. Love it. But if you scroll down, it's about twice as much. It's $900. 
but there's one that has actually every spot for vintage figures with the colored bubble behind them from the vintage cards. Oh, I didn't. Wow. Yeah, you have to buy that one. That's the one. Isn't that fantastic? That is utterly amazing. And I realize I spent $900 on a complete vintage carded collection, or sorry, vintage loose collection, and I'm going to spend another 900 to display it. So what? Yeah. I mean, that's an amazing, amazing display. And that every figure has a spot. Now, admittedly, when you get to the level that I'm at, where when I bought this collection, I have Smiling Lando and not Smiling Lando. There's going to be a few figures that won't have a place in this display. That's okay, though. But it's gorgeous. This is 100% my birthday and Christmas list from my wife. Because if you... Well, you just told me the one you want. Yeah. Well... There's that one. There's also, if you want something a bit more modern, they have one for 600 that has a green background and the Power of the Force logo from Power of the Force 2. They've got the Death Star ones. You can fit all three and three quarter inch figures in here. And they're just so Star Wars. The de- There's another one, though, that I just, it's my number two. And it's for four twenty nine ninety five, so a lot cheaper. It's got a yellow background, so when you put all your figures in, it's like the card back of one of the later card backs that had just all the figures like I used to use as a kid as a checklist, and it's that same exact yellow as a background. Now, I know a lot of listeners get into other things. They've got a ton of DC ones. You know, really, the Hall of Justice is pretty freaking sweet. I was going to say, if I did DC, that Hall of Justice would be a must-have. Mm-hmm. They've also just got other DC ones. They've got a G.I. Joe logo one, an Indiana Jones logo one. So many listeners say we need to be talking about what few G.I. Joe figures and exclusives they come out with. <laughs> but I couldn't believe it. A Facebook ad led me to the best cases I've seen. But didn't you notice that one of the ones next to your multicolor bubble packs, the one to the left of it, is a clone? It's a clone display? I didn't notice. Yes, it's like kind of like Captain Rex's yeah. helmet. That is really nice. Now, I know the pricing is expensive. I'm not going to get that wrong, but... I think it's pretty cool. I mean, for you're going to be... 85 more... They add LED overhead lights. Yeah, you're going to get one of these for a, a gift-giving holiday. Yeah. Let's wait till the basement's done so that we have some place to put it. Otherwise, yeah. it's just going to be another box to fall on me, like in that What My Friends Think I Do photo we put on Facebook. The Mimi. But this is tremendous, and I just can't say enough about them. They are not a sponsor. We are not affiliated. I just No, it's just something cool that you found. Love at first click. Love at first click. You're witty, Arnie Carvalho. In some other online news, Entertainment Earth has started posting some Christmas items. There's no pictures up yet, but there is a 10-inch Santa Yoda they're talking about. I can't tell if it's the same Fabergé that has come out before or something new, but their Christmas items are shipping in July. They also posted a very cute Lego Darth Vader desk lamp, and the lamp is, of course, the lightsaber. Aww. It's seven and a half inches tall, and I think that's a great size. I think buying that giant Lego Vader that we did has made me fall in love with Lego Star Wars all over again. You know what I wish I could find, and I still have not been able to complete my collection, is those little Lego maquettes where I was only able to get Luke. Yeah, well, we got Luke really cheap at... Like $10 at Toys R Us. And all the rest are... 
over a hundred on I eBay. understand that, but someday I would like to complete that collection. Understood. You don't have to get me those for gifts or anything. I'm just, you know, maybe we can find them someday. Now, Acme Archives, their character keys have kind of really died down, but they keep coming out with some new art. And I've got to say, through their releases, I've become a big fan of Jerry Vanderstelt. He does a lot of great work. He has two new pieces out there right now. The one I really like is called Smuggler's Hideaway, and it's got what looks to be a photo of Harrison Ford, but I'm sure it's based on a photo airbrush. It's got Chewie there and the Falcon underneath flying through the asteroid field. It's one of my favorite scenes in the movie and just a great piece. I haven't jumped on buying it yet. The lesser priced one's $185. Mm-hmm. They also have Desert Vigil, which is a wonderful-looking Alec Guinness Obi-Wan above the shot of his Tatooine homestead when Luke had his land speeder parked outside in that establishing shot. Just two good pieces. couple others they came out with not so hot about. Confined, another slave Leia, because... Can we just all agree we're over it? Really? Let's just all get together and say, yeah, okay, wait, we get it. You know what, though? I like what he did here. It's a headshot. It's not for TNA factor, and it's her looking sad. It's like she's upset that she's forced to wear this outfit, and it's just from the shoulders up. It's not going for the same thing that a lot of them have been going for. It's a nice piece, but it just doesn't strike me as anything. I I like the style. I appreciate it, but I don't know that I'd own it. And then Brian Rude did a Size Matters Not that also is a very sad-looking yeah, Yoda. Yeah, Yoda looks very sad. I don't know that I would get that because he just looks so depressed. Every time I look at it, I go, oh, he's it melts a little. It's like 12 years into his stint on Dagobah, and he's wondering if anybody will ever come and yeah. visit. Yeah. Wish I brought a phone I did. Reach out and touch someone I wish I could. But those were all put up for order this week. Sideshow also put up an item for order. Continuing their 12-inch figure series, they put out a Tusken Raider. That's about time, don't you think? A little overdue, almost. Yeah. They've done so many clones and troopers that a Tusken Raider is just so perfect. I love the detail of the robes on this one. The gallery pictures they've posted, I'm not such a fan of where the head meets the neck. It just looks a little bit off. And again, when you're paying $135 for a figure, you say I can't nitpick a Pez. I'm going to nitpick a $135 figure. You can nitpick it. That's fine. And they have an exclusive edition, which as of this recording is still up for order that comes with a special gaffy weapon with the gun stock versus just the other gaffy stick that both versions come with. These are expected to ship in September, so you should have yours by Christmas. <laughs> No offense, Sideshow. I just, I get a lot of delays, a lot of delays. You know, speaking of Sideshow, I mentioned on the last show we were on that I got yet another defective Stormtrooper and put out the call to see if others had had this. I did hear from one person who also received a broken one, and I heard from a store that will remain nameless. They ordered three for sale in their store, three out of three damaged. Wow. Two shattered bases and one broken leg. Same problems I've been having. So good. It's not like you're Charlie Brown and it's only raining on you. (laughs) Nice metaphor, yes. And It's what you have me for. It's why you hired me. That among other reasons. But I think a lot of people may be having this problem because I emailed Sideshow again and went, Hello me, it's me again. (laughs) And I got another bad one. And uh, they responded back, We can either give you a refund or you can 
be in for the long haul, literally as they're on a boat. <laughs> they had to get more. Given that these are limited production runs, I don't think you go get more that often for the limited production run. I really wonder if it's like so much breakage, it's go back and get some more that way. I'm wondering. But I'm in for the long haul, and like with many sideshow items, I've been patient this long. I can be patient a while longer and wait to get my Stormtrooper, because while Vader does look good sabers crossed with my Obi-Wan premium format, he'd look even better with a Stormy backing him up. Yeah, that would be really cool, wouldn't it? And to tide me over, the Han Solo in Carbonite light-up premium format is getting ready to ship. And ooh, Ooh, that's going to be a first birthday with photos, I imagine. It will be. Yeah. I'm being patient with my Stormtrooper, Mr. and Mrs. Sideshow representatives. Please, please don't jack up my Han. No, because you cry because you love Han. In Carbonite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Harrison Ford necessarily. I don't have a man crush. He was cute when he was younger. Oh, yeah. I might have had a man crush in the 80s. Yeah. When he become the grumpy Gus, get off my lawn or get off my plane or whatever that line was. It was, kind of <laughs> it was get off my plane, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you can get the Sideshow 1-6 Gale Tuscan as well as all of those Acme Archives prints we talked about. They're up for order right now at our sponsor, Brian's Toys. And also at Brian's Toys, it is the best place on the internet to get AFA-graded vintage figures. Right now, they've got some tri-logo AFA 85 figures. A Royal Guard in contention for my favorite vintage figure of all time with its wonderful cloth robe. Or EV-99. Again, AFA-95. Of course, I love them for their more modern sales through their One of Every Figure Club. And please remember when checking out, mention that you were referred to them by Star Wars Action News. Now moving on to things that will be available to order (laughs) from stuff that is available to order... Are you subscribed to the Star Wars Action News new release newsletter? You should be if you're not. It's a bad name for a great thing. (laughs) (laughs) We should have a name our newsletter contest just to get a better name. Because among the staff, we're all like, what can we call it that's definitive? The Bounty Hunt newsletter? Well, it doesn't really say what it is. But with the new release newsletter, we send out news emails whenever new products or great bargains come online we will be sending one out i'm pretty sure this thursday for a new premium format figure from sideshow captain rex and from the preview they posted it looks phenomenal he does look pretty good what i love about him not like love is that he would fit right next to a stormtrooper right next to the clone trooper that i have that yoda is stabbing the style He's got all of the Clone Wars details. He's got the Clone Wars BFG that you don't think was ever seen in any of the movies. They had some big guns, but, I mean, only the E-Web Blaster, which had a tripod to hold it, was this big in the movies. But the style of the helmet isn't so angular and so cartoony that he wouldn't fit in. It's, I think, to the Sideshow Premium format line, what the upcoming Anakin figure we talked about earlier is to the Hasbro line. A great realistic depiction of characters that, I gotta admit, it's been four years, they're becoming part of my lexicon. Captain Rex and Ahsoka, they're becoming, they're worming their way into my Star Wars. I may not like all the stories they're in, but I like having them in my universe. That's allowed. More up your alley, but much harder to find. Yeah, I've already decided I need these, so you gotta make that happen, too. These need to be in our collection. 
Star Wars blog ran an article about some 7-Eleven collectibles going on in Japan. Yeah, that was cruel of them, wasn't it? It was cruel that they're not doing it in the States. This is going on through April 16th. My favorite is the R2 unit Slurpee Cup. That is very cute. That's pretty cool. I may have to do a custom of this because they decoed the R2 unit in 7-Eleven's trademark colors of green, white, red, and a little orange. And it's a lovely looking R2 unit. I really like the way it looks. And I think that would be a wonderful little extra R2 unit. You know, pick up an extra R2-D2 here or there. And you need something to custom. Because I used to custom R2 units all the time before Build-A-Droid and Multipacks made it so that I don't know if there's too many droids on screen that aren't represented by Hasbro and Plastic. But this one, it's a great color scheme. I think that would look cool with a Rodian, you know, because everything's color-coordinated anyway. This is the astromech of Greedo. He was waiting outside and Greedo never came. Greedo never came! How about the little Darth Maul and Yoda cup sitters that sit on your cup of noodle? Those are freaking sweet. And the pizza boxes? Those are funny. I like the R2 unit pizza box. And how about the fork and the spoon that fit together to be Darth Maul's utensils? At that point, it's almost a spork. And there's ice cream bars where the stick is a lightsaber when you finish. Yeah, how come they get this cool stuff in Japan? And what about the poster tube that is a lightsaber, and when you open it up, it's one of three Episode One 3D posters? I know. How come we didn't get any of this? Now, the pizza boxes are from Domino's Pizza, which is going on through June, and either an unscrupulous Domino's employee has to take some out, or you're getting one post-grease, but... Well... I I can do without the pizza boxes, but I really would like that R2 unit, those posters, and the cup sitters, and the spoon and fork. So everything... No, I can do without a used popsicle stick. (laughs) That's true, I guess. And the t-shirt and the lenticular folders. There's a Jar Jar one, though. They do have a Jar Jar one. Which is surprising that they made a Jar Jar anything. Jerry Lee Lewis is big in France. Jar Jar might be big in Japan. You're right. What surprises me most about these things is that they use forks. They also had chopsticks that came with a placemat and a chopstick rest. It's a very cool thing to start watching on ebay for and finally a last bit of news one of our favorite events that we've covered was the star wars where science meets imagination that was a blast and i saw that and actually think we should probably make a weekend of it and go again i think we will it's coming back into our hood give or take it's in indianapolis well this is opening in may next year yes so you can't really go on your way to orlando this year if you're driving through the area but hey it's fun to do I do think we should go back, too. I think maybe sometime between May and September, we'll make a weekend of it and head over to Indy, see this, and make a weekend of it. You here with a mission, sir? I am. Trying to get me back in the world? Trying to save it. On May 4th, the most ambitious comic book movie of all times hits theaters. The Avengers. You think you're the only superhero in the world? You become part of a bigger universe. You just don't know it yet. I'm here to talk to you about the Avenger Initiative. Now you can join Arnie, Jacob, and Stuart each week at NowPlayingPodcast.com as they watch and review all the Marvel films. Guys, I'm bringing the party to you. Iron Man. Yeah, I can fly. Captain America. I knocked that Adolf Hitler over 200 times. Thor. You're big. Fought bigger. 
The Incredible Hulk. Dr. Banner, your work is unparalleled, and I'm a huge fan of the way you lose control and turn into an enormous green rage monster. Ending with a weekend of release review of The Avengers this May. How do we do this? As a team. You can find it all at nowplayingpodcast.com. And now we've got a couple of items to review that came in the mail this week, both from Gentle Giant. The first one has a bit of a story. (laughs) We were talking about the Premier Guild, and Marjorie, you thought I didn't sign you up last year, and I really thought I did. Mm -hmm. And I was pretty sure I had because I wanted to get both exclusive minibus. And the Darth Maul came. I just thought that the Commander Fox had never shown up. Well... A couple days later, you actually got an email from General Giant, which is perhaps the most ludicrous email ever. Mm-hmm. It said, we noticed we forgot to ship you this bust. Do you still want it? Because if not, fine. If you do, we need your credit card information for shipping. Do you want it? <laughs> we already paid for it yeah. as part of that whole membership thing. So do I want something I've already paid for and you haven't shipped me? Yeah. I'm going to say, yeah, we do want that. But they were good enough that we didn't have to go to them. They came to us right around the time I was starting to get nervous about it. And we got the Commander Fox mini bust. And once again, I'm far more impressed with this than I thought I'd be. His gun is pretty large. It really is. It's kind of what I was referring to earlier, what I had in mind when I was talking about the BFGs that they have in the Clone Wars. What's surprising to me is it shipped in one piece with a whole lot of fragile tape on it and in one really long box. This is the kind of thing that General Giant will often ship separately and the hands kind of poke in and it's padded a little bit better. But here, it's all one piece and no breakage, thankfully. But when this came out and they were doing the Clone Wars-style maquettes and the minibus with that, I'm like, you know, I like my minibus collection... I don't know if I want Clone Wars-styled ones, but I got this. I'm a completist, and the exclusives I always have to pick up on. Of course. And so we went ahead and ordered this. But again, much like my feeling of the pictures of the premium format Rex, this is so much better than I thought it would be because they used a kind of a brownish red. And it makes it seem less animated. Yeah, I don't think he's animated at all in the style, and he fits right in with everything else you've got. He's a little animated in that he's got that anorexic size negative two waist going on. Well, they are a thin people and uh, tiny waists. They were cloned in Hollywood? Yes. And his helmet is a little bit angular, but not excessively so it flares out more than a regular clone. But he fits perfectly in with everyone else in your collection. Yeah, put him by the Republic Commandos or put him by some of the other clones you've got. It's not going to stick out like a sore thumb the way that it would if they did like the colors from the Gennady Tartakovsky series or something like that. By keeping it a darker red, it's a great what I would call splitting of the difference between the two styles. Mm-hmm. And it turned out to be two great tastes that taste great together. <laughs> not literally. I'm not going to lick a bust. I barely touch them without yeah, wearing gloves. That's, yeah, don't lick them. The key problem with him is going to be finding a place in the detail for them because his, the bigger the gun, the harder the placement. He's almost a whole shelf on his own. Yeah. 
limited to 1,300 pieces. He's got nice little pistols in his side, because I more think of him as the two-pistol-toting thing than the sniper with the giant gun. I like that the stock comes out on the side of the gun, a lot of detail to the gun, a lot of detail to his paint. I at first thought I had a damaged one with scratches on the helmet there near the visor. I think that's supposed to be there. It is. It's fortunately semi-symmetrical. Ah, there you go. And all of this weathering is part of the design. The strangest thing is it leans downward. He's aiming down like he's on a roof shooting people in the street. Maybe he has somebody on their knees in front of him. Possibly. But at first... I thought I just didn't have him on a level table. So I've set him on several different surfaces. And it, really, in all fairness, that's a very large gun that he's trying to hold up there. That is, yeah. It's tipping him forward, and it's okay. But no, I really like that one far more than I had expected to. And that's always a great thing. You know, there's sometimes you buy something online, and you get it, and you go, oh. But then there's those times that I wish that there were more of them. I wish there was more of the times that I go, wow, instead of the times that I go, oh, the online picture was better. Yeah. But this is one of those cases where the actual product is better than the picture. The other mini bust I got, and I was very lucky, and again, you should subscribe to our Facebook page and our new release newsletter, because these were blinking, you missed it. After WonderCon was over, General Giant put up a few more of its exclusive Yoda with 3D glasses mini busts. And he's got Obi-Wan Cinemas. And... Again, I'm really happy I was able to get one of these. My initial thought, honestly, was playing the long game of, eh, I think it's a little niche. I don't know. It's red and blue glasses. Ha ha. That's the 3D of the 80s and early 90s. Now we have those wonderful dark sunglass-like things. I wasn't sure how well this would do. It pre-sold out. It sold well at the con, but they had a few left over, so they were able to sell them again. And it's another piece I really like. Now, the 3D glasses are removable, and they're just their own separate piece. So if you don't want him in full 3D mode, you could just have a really good sculpted Yoda. Eating popcorn. Eating popcorn from Obi-Wan Cinemas. Was that the name of the cinema on Dagobah? (laughs) I mean, it's a great Yoda head. I can't really tell if it's the same one from a previous bust or not, because we still haven't unpacked all of our busts. I can't compare them side by side. It's obviously a new sculpt to a lot of it because his arm is up bringing a piece of popcorn to his mouth. His head looks a lot different, like it's got ridges in it. Yeah, and the hair has some good lines to it as well. Yeah. I love that they went through the problem to put the popcorn in his hand. He's got a piece of popcorn in his hand. It'd be funny if some of it was on his shirt. Because that always happens, a little popcorn does. Well, it's obviously his first piece, because look at that. Look at how heaping the popcorn is. Well, yeah. He probably had to use the force to get that from the concession stand to the chair. Without spilling it, yes, because I would have knocked it all over everybody. He's limited to 1,200 pieces. I'm just surprised. I guess the 3D aspect and the tie-in to Phantom Menace 3D, a great little piece. I think, I can't decide if I like him better glasses on or glasses off. I think glasses off, but you'll lose them. He will definitely be a piece that adorns Carvalho Cine when it opens. So these are two mini busts that I'm really happy to be adding to the collection. And I have to say, it's really giving me a strong opinion of General Giant. They've been really shipping quite a bit and releasing new product. There was a period there where they seemed to put a lot of stuff up for pre-order. It wasn't shipping. It wasn't shipping on time. With the price of busts having gone up and having so many of them at this point, we've been getting them since Attack of the Clones, and we started buying with Revenge of the Sith and then went back and backfilled a lot of what we were missing. I started to feel like the busts were no longer special. 
you know, when they started getting down to some of these and a lot of my non-exclusive bust purchases have been at cons like next week, C2E2 that mm-hmm. we'll be at. And if you see us, say hi, because we'll have badges, some wonderful badges. Chris has just gone above and beyond when you see this year's theme for badges. Wonderful. Yes, but they're amazing. Wizard World and C2E2, because it's driving distance and good shopping always, I usually go and get some busts there. But I haven't really pre-ordered regular busts for a long time. Because I was just starting to feel, again, that they aren't $80 good. They're 35 to $40 good. And the more I get, the lower that price becomes for me. But these two, I paid full price for both. But I think both of them are really worth it and have excited me even more than that Darth Nihilus and that Darth Maul. The Darth Maul was really well sculpted, but it just didn't excite me the way these two do. So I really am happy that they're making highly exciting pieces again for me. Yeah, because it did seem for a while if it was very rote and routine and they lost their specialness. So maybe the future of these is little niche things like the Yoda. Yeah. It's entirely possible. Because, again, it got to the point where it's either another version of a character we have so many of or it's a character that's so minor that we may not need or even when they were doing some brand new ones like Sebulba, For some reason, I just wasn't feeling the love the way I felt I should. I mean, they're a step away from Queen Jamila at this point, so... (laughs) That would be funny. These two, though, and again, the Yoda I was a bit lukewarm on, both of them I was lukewarm on, and both of them, really good pieces. So that is our show for this week. We will be back next week from C2E2. Anthony Daniels is going to be there. If you're going to C2E2, go see his show. I'm not positive we're going to make it, but we've He's seen fantastic. him so many times. He's he, great. He can really command a crowd, and he's entertaining. He's fun. You know, most panels and events you go see, and it's kind of interesting for like five to ten minutes, and you kind of your mind wanders or anything. You will regret that the hour is up at the end of his presentation. We're only going for Saturday, and so just depending on what goes on, Marjorie may be getting a new Star Wars tattoo in the tattoo pavilion. If yeah, they're might. I can't figure out if they're giving them there this year. They were last year right there in the pavilion. You have a friend of ours, Aaron, designed you a great R2 that you've been looking to get. Mm -hmm. And so if we're busy doing other con stuff, we've seen Mr. Daniels speak several times. But if we get a chance, I definitely would love to see him again. He's always a blast on stage. There's also Katie Cook and some other Star Wars artists there. Not a very big Star Wars presence this year. But, hey, I'm going for the shopping, folks. Well, that's our show for this week. Remember to look for us at C2E2. Follow us on Twitter, SW Action News, or fan us on Facebook. And if you enjoy the show, please leave us a positive review on iTunes. That matters so much in helping spread the word. Just head to iTunes, even if you normally don't use iTunes. Accounts are free, and you could leave us a positive review. We'd really appreciate it. Have a good week. Thank you for listening to Star Wars Action News. 
You can find even more Star Wars coverage at our sister podcasts, Republic Forces Radio Network, where we review each episode of the Clone Wars cartoon series. You can find that show at republicforces.com. If you're into Star Wars novels, check out the Star Wars Action News Book Club, where we read and review all the Star Wars novels. That podcast is at swactionnews.com. We want your feedback and suggestions for Star Wars Action News. You can email us at show at swactionnews.com or post your thoughts in the Star Wars Action News forums at swactionnews.com, the most friendly forums on the web. You can be on Star Wars Action News by calling our voicemail at 415-508-JEDI or sending an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at swactionnews.com. All materials submitted become the property of Star Wars Action News and are subject to use on our show. You can help support Star Wars Action News by using the affiliate links on our homepage when shopping online. We would also appreciate it if you spread the word about Star Wars Action News by posting about us on Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, or just tell a friend about the show. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review on iTunes, and you can also cast a vote for us each month at Podcast Alley. Links to both can be found on our homepage at SWActionNews.com. For more Star Wars collecting, please visit YakFace.com and JediTempleArchives.com, and we thank those sites for their support of Star Wars Action News. Star Wars Action News is created, produced, and hosted by Marjorie and Arnie. The Star Wars Action News team is website designed by Jason, associate produced and announcements by Brock, reporters Jerry, Dan, Steve, and Justin, graphic design by Chris, and podcast enhancement by Barrett. Star Wars Action News is not affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. The show is created by fans showing their love of Star Wars. Star Wars and all the Star Wars universe contains is trademarked and copyright Lucasfilm Limited. All rights reserved. Until next time, may the pegs be stocked and the force be with you. Star Wars Action News. Now this is podcasting. Star Wars Action News is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2012, all rights reserved. Detail. Has the best carded cards. Carded cards as compared to loose cards? What the hell am I talking about?